Hello and welcome to the JR's Gaming Podcast, where we talk about the rise of Nintendo and what this great gaming franchise has in store for us in the future of gaming, and of course, the country from which it was born, Japan. I'm your host, Judah Terry, and today's episode is a little different than usual because we have a special guest joining me today. And today I'm joined by a childhood friend and music YouTuber, Elijah Turp, to talk a bit about what he does and what his thoughts are on Nintendo as a franchise. Elijah, it's your first time on the show. Welcome is, to the show. What do you think? First podcast? Is it your first podcast? Done a few in college before, but none like this, so very exciting. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, I mean, me and Ryan have started this, uh, as you probably know, for since February, mm-hmm. and since then it's kind of grown, and it's been really fun, it's been really good along the way, and it's great to have you on, because you are, like me and Rowan, are a fellow YouTuber, uh, and I believe you are also a fan of Nintendo, by looking at... Yeah, your... <laughs> big fan of Nintendo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. That's always good. <laughs> always <laughs> good to have a fan of Nintendo because that's what, we, that's what we're about. So mm. on this podcast, uh, we talk about things like Nintendo and, and the franchise, how it, you know, what, it, what it is for the future and it, what potential it has. So it's really good to have you on and talk about a bit about what you do. But I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a predicament. Before I started the podcast, Elijah, mm-hmm. I, um, to connect my microphone, I have to get, put this wire um, around another wire, up another wire, if you get what I mean, and then connect it into my laptop. And and I did that, but the thing is, on the end of I didn't I didn't I didn't connect the microphone to the tripod, so I connected the microphone into the laptop, and then I was like, oh, great, <laughs> I've now got to unplug it all because I didn't put it into the tripod. I don't know why this microphone is so strange, but that's a but, hassle. Oh, it is a hassle. I don't know. Uh, how I put up with it. <laughs> I've done it more than once before a podcast episode. But guys, it is a bit. Hopefully, it's a bit clearer because we're using a different studio to record on for this episode. Um, I do apologise for some of the glitching that's been happening recently in some episodes. But hopefully, this episode runs smoothly. So, Elijah, uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, what, what what do you do? Uh, what what sort of thing do you do? YouTube, as we already mentioned, uh, music YouTuber. How did you start? Explain a bit about yourself. Okay, so. I started, I think, a year ago. I had a channel before the one that I have now Mm. uh, where I used to transcribe music, which is writing it out into sheet music. Mm -hmm. Um, But people actually, rather than click on the sheet music, they would just listen to my versions of the songs. Mm. So I figured I might as well just scrap that idea and instead, you know, make my own channel, just have it as my name, have it as me, my own music and all that. Kind of like put yourself because your is your your name of the channel by the way is, is Eli Turp right so it's kind yeah. of you're personalizing it to what you would like to do and you're a music yep you, you uh, love to recreate music and from what i've seen i've, I've been a big fan of your phoenix Wright <laughs> albums <laughs> yeah um, go check them out they are really really good because i i've played some of phoenix Wright. uh i did i did play uh, apollo um i think one of the I forget which one it was yeah apollo justice yeah uh, one of his I uh, forget which one I played now. Um, it was involving um, a number of things that he was going through in court. And that's a really good DS game, guys. If you haven't gone check give it. If you don't know what Apollo Justice is, go check it out. It is literally an awesome game. It's for the Switch. It's for the Nintendo DS, 3DS. It's really good. But Phoenix Wright is similar. Um, and it's it's really good from what, what I've seen you create on the music. And so, so, so you've started last year. Right, and last time I checked, you have now 139 subs, so mm. that's that's really good. I'm really happy for for that sort of growth that you've got. What what sort of video do you think got them 
was like the game. People were like, wow. But what, what sort of video did you know? Right, I, I could start to carry on with this. What sort of video let you know that you know people are really enjoying your content? What sort of video is like the most popular? Do you think? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure actually, because I uploaded my Ace Attorney album, mm. and it actually took six months for it to get any real traction at all. So oh, like pretty yeah. much six months of everything was on like 50 views at most, and then out of nowhere, like 1k view on one video. I think one is now sitting at 6k views. Mm. So I'm pretty sure the objection themes are the ones that get the most like comments and views and stuff because they're the mm. you know they're the big exciting groovy kind of things. So yeah. Popular Those seem to have done the best, yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good because I think a problem these days that that all YouTubers battle with, including myself, it's the algorithm. Um, mm. It's kind of how you brand your content. If it's not, or you know, or it's basically YouTube puts out a, when YouTube finds a video that they think will do well because of it, how it's titled. Usually, they'll put it out to a lot of people, and that will then get a lot of views because you can make a really good video you can make a really nice video and then you could you could edit it really well but if you don't you know brand it well um, and it, it, it could it could get really less like hardly any views and i've noticed that so mm. uh, particularly as a youtuber so the algorithm is it's a bit cruel <laughs> isn't it but it's a challenge yeah it's a challenge so yeah how, how have you managed to cope with the algorithm have you found a way to sort of title your albums in a catchy way so people that enjoy your content will be able to know that, that would be a good listening or is it just it's just the title I, th I think i've seen a couple I, f I think yeah it's um so i've been uploading weekly for the past two months mm. and i know that consistency is what the algorithm really likes mm. and also keywords so in my titles i'll try to include as much as i can that mm. pertains to the video and also in the description of the video because it mm. actually draws from that a lot more than you think mm. so even if it's not about something a lot i will still try and just sneak in the word in the description to try and, you know, push the video in the algorithm. Mm. A little cheat you could do, which I did for my most recent video, mm -hmm. is if you, on your first viewing of the video when you're checking it, if you watch it with the playback speed as 0 0.5, mm. YouTube algorithm thinks you've watched 200% of the video rather than 100%. 100 oh. Yeah, so it thinks, Smart. oh, they really like this video, we should push it more. So if you could get wow. like three of your mates to watch it at half the speed and it, you know it works wow life hacks life yeah. hacks larger that i'll try that i actually never thought of that that actually that sounds really uh like a really good actually i've never, i knew i know that watch time is a major part because being a youtuber myself now if you've checked out the jails gaming channel right now i'm sure um all of our thousand listeners uh, who would know that our YouTube channel right now is quite quite <laughs> dead <laughs> because we 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 uploaded three videos so far um, and mm. uh, our first proper video was a Mario Kart PC video and then we uploaded uh, like an update video because we wanted to let people who who just do watch the YouTube uh, know what what we were doing because everyone was like you know where yeah. do they go because we moved to the podcast <laughs> and um, basically yeah so we did an update an update video we only have about 21 subscribers so <laughs> we, we we did pretty well we did you know a few friends and a couple of you know people from the podcast subscribed but it's not really well known our YouTube channel but it's 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 our secret weapon in the shadows because we are hoping to you know bring it back to life when we have the right equipment and time and be uploading again consistently because consistency as you just said 
is a major um, major part of the algorithm. YouTube likes consistency. I found friends that are other YouTubers. We had another YouTuber on actually a couple of uh, episodes back called Zimkid, and he he's get, getting on to now 300 subscribers um, and now almost 400. That's because he literally uploaded every week. So mm. if you have the time and, and, and energy to put a video out every week, or some people have an editor, um, it can really help. Um, so with the podcast, we have got... Um, thanks, thanks to you guys for listening. But we thank, thankfully, we've got you know a lot of a lot of listeners coming back regularly because we do each week. And at first, it can be you know a bit daunting when you look at the out. I think analytics <laughs> are the scariest thing yeah. to look at because it literally shows you how much people have watched it, the amount of people that have unsubscribed or people have stopped listening. It can be disheartening. Be, yeah, it can be disheartening. Exactly. It can be. You can literally see who it decrease or increase and it, and i guess it is helpful because i can see what episodes have done better what episodes have done you know worse than the other episodes but yeah how, how do you find analytics as a as a, as, a, as a music youtuber um it can i guess sometimes it may be a bit annoying when you work hard on say a music video and it doesn't get as as much uh you know clout as you need or, yeah or... yeah it is um it's a shame because like my favorite videos that i've made have probably performed the worst out of the rest of them so yeah. it's, it's analytics are helpful because you can see what went well, what what didn't go well, and then you can try and change your next video to do better from the past one. Mm. But then at the same time, it's also you know kind of puts you down a bit. It's like YouTube slaps you in the face, like oh yeah, you made this forty minute video and mm. the average view time is like five minutes. Oh, so yeah. that's like a kind of like a jab in the stomach a bit, but it you do learn good. from it, so it is helpful. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. It's 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 a growth, isn't it? Like yeah. analytics helps you grow, I guess, because the more you kind of um, the more more you kind of look at the analytics, as you said, it's, it's 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 you can learn from mistakes or or learn from what the it's it's like it's like riding a wave, like surfing. The algorithm you got to ride the wave the correct way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just completely crushed. That's so, how I um. It's how I learned about the two hundred percent thing because it says uh, people watch this many percentage of the video or whatever mm. and i thought okay what if i what if i double it by mm. adding the change in the watch time and it worked it glitched yeah. the system and it like my most recent video is on like 500 views which is a lot more than normal that is so, really... so that yeah, is it's a cheat really yeah <laughs> next time we do a video i want to get rowan i'll be like hey rowan watch it like put it to the slowest speed possible watch <laughs> it all through just put it on in the background don't actually watch it just put it on in the background that's what Slow i did speed. yeah yeah, and then I don't know. Ring up another friend. Oi, watch our video. Or I'll pay you. <laughs> you could do so much, couldn't you? That that is actually. Um, we better talk a bit more about your life hacks because I've never heard of this before. <laughs> and I guess this is now the new, the new, the new thing. You know, who knows? This is this is it's quite smart because I do have a a friend who I think did something a bit more a bit more cheeky. I think some people are annoyed, a bit annoyed at it, but he what he did. Some people. The thing is, it's quite. It's quite obvious what this friend, what a friend of mine did. What he did, he has a YouTube channel, and um, what I'll say is what he did is at the end of his YouTube video, he would just leave it. He would like create an extra ten minutes just on black. <laughs> now the thing with that is people are going to click off. They're not going to actually watch the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the rest of the twenty minutes in black. So I was like, well, you know, <laughs> people are going to people are going to click off like me if they if they see that. So. It's, it is it, that that probably is, isn't the best way, but this is this this sounds really good. This this watch time thing, where because yeah, it's, just... it's not like you're inconvenience uh, inconveniencing the uh, mm. the viewers or the listeners or whatever, because no, all it's doing is just pushing the video out to more people. 
Mm. And it's their choice to click on it or watch it for however long they want. It just means the YouTube algorithm likes it a bit more. Exactly. Because it's, it's the annoying thing is watch time is a lot. Uh, you know, it, it, well, it is maybe the main, main, main thing. Because you know if someone watches your video for a long time, they like it, which means YouTube pushes it. Mm. So exactly. So this, this, this is a good idea. <laughs> now, yeah, the thing is <clears throat> also um, I find is it also don't, uh, I think with my video, I find editing or, you know, editing is a big part. So yeah. for 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 our Mario Kart PC video, it did really well. It got over I think over hundreds hundred views. It may have more than that. Mm. Um, it got it did quite well for literally our second video, hundred plus views. And it um, the reason it did well is I think is because the actual the actual time it took to actually make the video um, was it took me about me and Ryan sat down for about actually three hours and played this game. And we filmed all of it. Now there's no way I'm gonna put a three hour, <laughs> three <laughs> yeah, hour video yeah. of just me and him just bashing out around on carts, are we? Mario Kart PC. <laughs> we're not. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. That is just. That is just boring. So what you, I had to do is I had to like watch all through the footage. Uh, I worked with another editor, my moderator. Our, our moderator helped me out with it. And um, what we did, we sat down together. We said, right, these jokes are funny. We could do this. We could do that. We can cut out this. This is just a long load of nothingness. It's rubbish. Sometimes the audio glitched as well, which was quite annoying because we we're like, oh, that, that was a funny joke in there we could have used, but no, we can't use it because the audio glitched. So we couldn't use that. So I think editing is a big thing because then once we got you know all the cuts that we wanted, we just I did, but what I did is I put it all together. I said, right, this is how I want it. These let's now edit it and you make it fun. You you, you know, use you use good graphics. You use sound effects. You enhance some of the audio. You know, you put pictures up. And that got actually full. Most of the video got full view, and I was really surprised. Cause That's it's good. Over, yeah. It's, it's over 29 minutes, and I was like, you know, I'm not expecting much from this video, <laughs> even though I edited. <laughs> even though it took me about two days to edit, I was like, I'm not expecting much because it's the first video. Except, but but it did the best. So I was really pleased with that. Mm. I think it's because you know, just if you if you edit it well and you add, a, you know, if you enhance on the jokes and things. Then people enjoy it more because it's they kind of keep kind of keeps them attached. They're like, oh, it's not getting boring. I'm not going to click off now. Of course, oh, yeah, yeah. you got you've got to yeah. keep them drawn in. Yeah, you'll keep them drawn in exactly. Now I don't know how that is for like a music YouTube because most of your your videos are music, right? So you're not really talking mm. in any of your videos apart from your recent video, which was like a a thank you video, which I saw, which is really good to you know, mm, yeah. kind of involve the viewers, which I do think is really important. So good on you for that. It's when you actually involve the viewers, mm. you ask them what they want to do and you thank them i think that's a really good trait because it kind of involves them and it makes them feel part of the, your journey of course so, it lets them know that i'm i'm listening and i'm grateful and everything so it's, yeah exactly it's, it's, it's not just you doing it for yourself you're doing it for other people's pleasure and you know wanting to help them out mm, of course, so yeah. exactly so it's, it is really good and i like how you do take requests and things so um, we, wish, we, we will actually be looking, actually, because we have, we have someone who's actually said in the questions what, what they would like to see from what they've seen. Okay. So, yeah. So, so we'll be looking at that soon. But also, what encouraged you to start YouTube? This is a question of myself. What encouraged you? Because as you said before, you had your own channel. You, you wrote your own music before. Um, did anyone encourage you at all to start YouTube? Did you think, you know, maybe I could go big with this? Maybe I could, you know, put my put my love out there for this or you know or did you just thought i'm gonna go on a whim i'm just gonna put out what i like out there and see what happens or was it just did anyone encourage you or what encouraged you to do it yeah when i started this channel it was more of um it was more of a, i was gonna just put my music out there mm. i didn't care if it did well it did badly whatever i just gonna i just wanted someone to upload it mm. and then 
I think that's why when I first started, there was like a three month gap between almost each video. Mm. You know, it wasn't very consistent at all. Yeah, uh, but then I, there, yeah. yeah, but then I kind of figured out, you know, I actually really enjoy this as a hobby. Yeah. So I'd like to keep it going and actually try and grow the channel, which yeah. is then when I went and uh, tried to target an audience more specifically with video game music. And then I started the, uh, started the weekly uploads. Mm. So it started as just a, on a whim, why not upload my music? And then it kind of turned into a, actually, this is really fun and people are really enjoying it, so I might as well mm. put more effort in and keep it going, yeah. That's what I really like about, you know, most you, how YouTubers start off. They start off as just a hobby cause, and it just kind of grows into something that other people really enjoy. Uh, that's what I really like about, about YouTube. It's just something that you like to do and mm. other people can benefit from that by watching your content. That's what I really like about it. Yeah, Even though... Yeah, it's a win-win, even though I've not uploaded to our JR's Gaming channel <laughs> in quite a few months. But I'm hoping to create my own channel as well. I've been talking about uh, the uh, gaming videos, you know, what what, what I'm going to do. Um, I'm thinking of you know creating my own YouTube channel, which I do gaming on, because I've not got you know, my own personal channel to talk about that sort of stuff. Now, the thing is, I, I, have, I have a bit of a problem, because I was going to actually upload a video recently of, on, um, I think I put a short out on our channel about, as a game called uh, Monster Tale, which is a really good ga retro game. Um, we're going to be talking about retro games in a minute, but it's a really good retro game, and um, I love playing it, and uh, I thought, yeah, I need to promote this game more. So I bought a capture card for my, my 2DS, <laughs> and I thought, you know, I looked online, I was like, oh, you, you can merge your 3DS, and I was like, okay, um, but I'm not going to do that, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I thought, and there's also the other version, which is Snicker Stream, which is where you hack your DS, and you kind of, um, you put... A, a wireless feature in which I did do but Snickerstream is down at the moment so I couldn't use Snickerstream either so I bought a capture card and I thought I'm going to do this my way I'm going to try and hook my DS up so I bought like 100 HDMI cables and <laughs> yeah it was it was hell and oh, uh, I, I even bought a capture card <laughs> and um, a capture card Comblom about you know about 30 bucks uh, 1080p it was good good reviews you know why not a small one I don't need anything that special I, I bought two AC adapters. I hook it all up. It just doesn't work. I'm like, no. What, what have I become? All, this, all these wires are now lying, lying around. And I, I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll come into use later on, but I'm, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to actually buy a, um, a new Nintendo 3DS, as in a new brand, and I'm going to have mm. to hook that up on Snickerstream. And then I can start to uh, edit more, record more of my, vid my current video. But, uh, oh. yeah, bit of a bummer there. But, yeah, that shame, just goes... Yeah. <laughs> It is a big shame, but don't worry, Elijah. It will come out soon. It'll it better. Come out. It better. <laughs> it better come out. It'll <laughs> come out in the. It'll come out in the in the future. It could be near. It could be far. Who knows? But mm. I've got a big question. I'm sure everyone else is wondering. You know, with diff with every single YouTuber, is it, it's different production. It's different. You know, different production that goes into each video. What happens behind the scenes? So you you do music videos. What mm -hmm. goes into the production? So, how how do you record it? What do you use? Do you use you know do you use a synthesizer? Do you just enhance audio? What what do you do to record, edit? What's the whole process? Talk us through it. So my process is quite a daunting one. I don't think it's the best way to go about it. But I think oh, I've just really? gotten used to it, so now I'm, you know, doing it. Mm. So I'll listen to whatever song I'm going to be remastering or arranging. Mm -hmm. I'll then slowly but surely try to write it out and figure out how to play it on my keyboard mm. 
And then after that, I'll put it into, there's a music DAW called Ableton Live. So I put it in there and then I redo the instrumentation and it, okay. So it'll take, it takes maybe a week in total. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Three days spent transcribing because especially in a lot of old video game music, there's a lot of little elements that you don't hear or that you can only hear if you listen really closely. But I always try to include those in my arrangements just to make sure that it's the most accurate thing you could get. Mm. So I'll yeah, write it all out on sheet, on sheet music and then put it all into my computer, bit mm. by bit, line by line. And so it's not, nothing, um, none of it is sampled from the original. It's all completely rewritten. Wow. So, yeah, I guess that is what a remaster is, really. It's a... You know, reimagining of it in a re reiteration, but in a more modern style. Yeah, and then then you yeah you put it into an editor and all that, and then kind of just bam, it's up there, and you use the yeah that that is that that I've got to say, I now have a lot more respect for for music YouTubers in a whole, including yourself, because that does sound like hell. <laughs> well, it takes it so long. Be, yeah, it could be fun. It could be. I think yeah, you do enjoy. I bet you. It's fun. It, yeah, no, it's really fun still. Like, because the entire time. You know, you're listening to a song you really like. You get to explore what you want to do with it. Mm. You know, you get to be creative in your own way. So it is fun throughout the entire process. That does. It does really just fun. take a while. Yeah. yeah, it takes a while, but as you know, patience you know leads to to great you know to great stuff. You know, if, you, if you're mm. patient, you, time you will a really good piece. And I think that is you know a whole entire rule throughout content creating. If you're, it's to take your time and don't rush things because that's what I have definitely learnt uh, throughout. <laughs> content creating as a person a small creator myself definitely definitely with podcasts when i've had to I've, i once i think rushed an episode <laughs> uh it was, a, it was a really long episode but our first ever guest beth she came on the podcast and we we had her on and i <laughs> i uploaded the uncut version <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> the entire world could hear the uncut version for about 10 minutes so uh i was like i was like right all done i i, I kind of rushed it i didn't listen to it so well, here's the thing once you've edited a podcast now with podcasts i've spoken about this before in previous episodes the good thing about podcasts is there's not much to edit you kind of just talk and then upload but some something sometimes things can go wrong like a like an audio glitch sometimes you need to enhance the audio sometimes uh say someone other said falls off their chair i don't know like <laughs> it, it, something, something you know something like that happens you would need to edit it out because it's embarrassing yeah. <laughs> it depends if it's, it's funny or not <laughs> but uh yeah you know what i mean so Basically, there is uh, sometimes uh, you know a bit of editing that goes in before, including the before and after bit where you say right one two one two blah blah blah. Then you end okay, that's finished. You know those are the bits mm. you have to cut out. Yeah. Now um, we we went on to the studio, <laughs> me, Rowan, and Beth, and we we're having a right laugh and like talking about <laughs> who knows what, and um, it all went out there. It all went <laughs> out there. <laughs> and it was the most embarrassing thing I've ever experienced. And uh, I got a message from Beth, and she was like did you edit it and i was like oh oh no <laughs> oh that's the worst because it's at the beginning as well so everyone's gonna the, hear it exactly it was at the beginning it, my worst nightmare literally came true and i literally <laughs> just dashed onto the computer deleted the episode off the internet of course mm. off online took it down and then I had to put an update on saying i'm really sorry about that guys i'm gonna have to re-edit this <laughs> and it came out like two days late so big lesson on my part uh 
patience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always be patient. Never rush things because that that was awful. Uh, and I'm sure many of our committed listeners can can look back at that and laugh at me and make fun of us for that. <laughs> All on the podcast team because that was quite fun. Uh, funny. Not for me though. It, I can look back. At, you can look at these sort of things and laugh, but in the moment, it's really bloody scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh dear. That 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 was that was yeah. So yeah, patience is really important, but. I, what I really did take away from what you just said is it's 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 what you like to do with mm. all this sort of stuff. It's you're enjoying your music production and other people are enjoying it at the same time because they're watching it. And it does sound really fun because my experience with music is um, I, I played the ba- I played the bass guitar in a band uh, for about two years and then okay. we split up. But yeah, I've always been like a bass guitarist. I've been a drummer as well. I've been a guitarist. I'm into music. I love music. I listen to music if I'm not doing anything else. So I, I wish I could do this sort of stuff because I'm really bad at writing music. So, you know, again, it's like, oh, I have great respect for you because you have to sit down, you have to write out the music, you know, then put it out, you know, all that, all that sort of stuff. Then you have to play it. Now, my, my great interest is because you're using a keyboard. Do you use any other instruments or do you just, you know, kind of use the inbuilt sounds of a synth of the synthesizer in the keyboard? Or do you, do you ever use a, your drum kit? Do you use anything else? Or do you just, is it all done your, your keyboard? So, so far, I've, pretty much entirely used like DAW synthesizer sounds so not live played instruments other than the piano and a few tracks Mm. but I have um I'm working on another Ace Attorney album currently Mm. and it'll probably be out in a few months um Mm. but that's played entirely live so live drums live keys live bass and that's why it's taking so long to make because unlike my previous Ace Attorney album where I can just and I can write it out, I can listen, I can then edit it. Mm. I have to do one long take of it. And if I mess up one bit, I've got to try again and try again and try again. And uh, a lot of the time I'll have to, you know, just stop for the day and be like, okay, I'm not going to get it today. Try again tomorrow. Mm. So it's, yeah. So, so far I've used pretty much entirely synthesized other than some bits. Mm. Uh, but for the future, I will be playing almost entirely live. So wow, exciting, but also scary. Exciting. <laughs> it, it can be, I guess, because you're working you know, so hard for this. Looking forward to it, your viewers that support you, and of course, mm. I do as well. So I'm really looking forward to that album. So yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be listening to that, and I'll be looking forward to listening to it. And yeah, that does sound really exciting because you're using more than one sort of instrument. And yeah, that 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 does seem daunting because you got to do a lot of stuff. But then again, you know, it's 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 the finished product that you can look back at and think, yeah, I worked on this for months. And the product, the finished product was really good. I liked it, you know. It's, I, it pleased me. That's what you can, you know, <laughs> yeah, look back yeah. and say. So that, that, that's what I like about this sort of thing. It's out there. You can, it's that out there for generations, you know, with YouTube. YouTube is like the new TV now because everyone watches YouTube. Mm. It's always out there, so you can always look back at it. Your family can always look back, look back at it and enjoy, you know, what you've done. And yeah, it's, I am looking forward to it. Yeah, it's a great hub to, you know, to display all your work. It's like it's a good way to have a portfolio as well. Exactly. You could say, like, oh, look at my YouTube channel. This is where all my work is, or my mm. music, or my videos, whatever. So it's mm. a really helpful site, yeah. Exactly. When you when you say portfolio, that is quite interesting as well because I do. You could say I do use that uh, within my work as well because I, w- I go to a college that does animal welfare, and within within my application form, I literally said I do a YouTube channel which talks about insects and animals. And it, nice. Yeah. It, most of my view, our viewers don't, you know, they're gamers. They don't, they really like insects and that. But if you do want to check it out, it is Micro Life TV, uh, which, I, which again, it's not really a channel I'm, you know, wanting to go that big with. It's just something I put the stuff that I love out on, you know, mm. to see what happens. 
and I use I do that and basically uh, it's, it's it's got quite a lot of people have written into me and asked me questions about their 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 animal photography and stuff and I've always answered them back and it's it's fun because it's like a community that you build and mm, again yeah. as you said like a portfolio portfolio you can use it to say look I do this sort of stuff so yeah that is that that is literally that is so good to talk about because the production and I'm really <laughs> it's production is, is so important with you know patience and all but also one thing I'd like to add lastly within this is is one thing I probably do struggle with is overwork because sometimes when I've got an editing project I'm probably sure you can relate I just keep on working on it because I just want to get it done it's just like yeah. I mean I enjoy it so much but then you look at the clock and I've been like I'm on this for four hours I'm getting stressed you know you need mm. to take a break as you said I've spent you. entire days on arrangements just pretty much sitting at my computer the entire day forget to have lunch forget to do everything I'm so <laughs> absorbed in the music and then my brother will come in or something and be like have you eaten yet I'm like, no and I'll try and I'll look at the time and be like oh wow oh no <laughs> where oh, did they go <laughs> where did they go oh dear yeah. so he comes in you know have you eaten oh no i'm just doing a video oh he's doing another video <laughs> he's never he's never eating he's up he's upstairs he's doing something else yeah that that is that that is you know that is i can relate to that i've been <laughs> my dinner's probably sat on the table for four hours stone cold while i'm upstairs editing a video and i'm like just just one set one more second guys one more second i need to edit <laughs> yeah it'll take five more minutes it won't so yeah that, that is one problem I, I i do struggle with it's probably overwork it's also good to, you know try and take a break but then again as a youtuber it's always it's always good to give it a good amount of time like hearts you know give it a good Course, yeah, yeah. amount of time but yeah that's been really good to talk about your youtube channel and it will be delving into a bit, a bit of that a bit more in a bit but we now have a topic to talk about um because in our new um a special a special guest uh plans about a certain topic and what our guest thinks of it, what I think of it, and yeah, we're gonna, well, our topic for today is retro Nintendo games. Are they worth it? Should they be worth so much money? Retro games, Elijah. What do you think of retro games? Do you have any favourites? Do you play them? Let's hear. I think retro games. It's a very you know it's a niche thing. People who mm. really enjoy retro games, and I am one of those people. I really do enjoy retro games. Mm. I don't play them that often, but I like it. I like mm. the idea of having something that is discontinued and that is a classic, you know, mm. and that is the foundation of games that you see now. I exactly. enjoy that idea. However, some, I would argue, are not, they should not be worth as much money as they are. Mm. There are some games that are, some, like, uh, for po like, let's take Pokemon, for example. It's not really retro, but, mm. like, the first Pokemon game. The first one, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's really old. It's very well known, old, yeah. very well loved, but it is worth so much money. Oh yeah, like so much money, and I get why because it's a, um, you know, it's it's on a what was it, Game Boy? It's the Game Boy, I think. Yeah, yeah, not even Game Boy Color, just Game Boy. It's just colorless Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I get why it's um, I get why people would put money into it, but I don't think it's actually worth all that much because when you play the game on the original Game Boy. You know, the audio really isn't that great. The visuals aren't that great. The story true, true. is the same, but it's very bare bones. Mm. You could then get the upgraded version on the DS for like mm. five quid. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. it, that's what baffles me is looking at two things where one is better than the other, mm. but it's worth like 50 quid less, even though it's 10 times better, like on paper. So yeah. it's... Yeah. Exactly. Like it's, it, I I totally agree actually with the money monetary side of things. I mean, me and uh, me and my co-host Rome, we were looking at 
a uh, a Mario plush. Uh, one of, you know, a really old Mario plush. That's not a game. It's a retro plush. Mm. Um, uh, a Mario 64 plush. And it like hit the price with $599. And we're like, okay. <laughs> All right. It's just, a, it's just a plush. But yeah, yeah. I understand, yeah, value is a thing with money. But yeah, I, with the games, with the games, I do agree. I think, you know, if you're going to, for the for the quality it is, you know, when you, as you just said, for the quality it is on a Game Boy, the sound, let's 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 get to the point. Isn't that great? You know, mm. it was back it was back in the time where games were just being developed. It wasn't you know top notch as they are now. It's it's just an old. I think I personally think they should lower the price because um, we should allow more people to enjoy that sort of stuff. We should yeah, it do does. Retro gaming. It gate it gatekeeps the old games in a way by having such a high price mm. tag. It means people who want to go back and enjoy the classics just can't. Exactly. They'll never get to experience it because it's just too expensive. Exactly. That, that's, that's, it has been a big problem because, you know, I've been looking at certain games that I've wanted to get on cards for, you know, Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo mm. DS, you know, yeah, the, the, the ones that have been made, even, even, even the ones that have been upgraded for the Nintendo DS. They, the annoying thing is, Nintendo have kind of, you know, they've just kind of stopped making them. You yeah. can get them but because they're so rare these days. What people do is they buy them and they sell them for extortionate prices on eBay. Yeah, like I, I understand why they are priced high because they are discontinued. They don't make them anymore. It's almost like a one of a kind thing in a way. Hmm. But I don't know. They shouldn't be. They should be expensive, but not anywhere near as expensive as they are. I agree. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but just just yeah, Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon thing. It's white version. That that. On the on the get, I think Pokemon White version is really good. I think that was for the DS. I think that was created, um, but even that is really expensive. Um, and then you have got the game, the old Game Boy ones. I may be wrong. I think on the console, maybe for the Game Boy. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, yeah, the, I've got nearly mo- most of the old Pokemon games on on uh, on my Nintendo DS. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah, all I've got most of them because I, I remember I've got a fond memory of you, Elijah, coming around my house when we were about you know young. We we're like little little people and i remember like playing was it pokemon black not pokemon black i don't know what, what kind of pokemon was it? i, forget I think it was gen 5 yeah black or white yeah yeah black it was either black or white but that yeah. that is a again we have spoken about this in the past on episodes but games hold memories and that's a fun memory mm. i have just you know going as a child playing on pokemon on black or was it white but these games are really fun and have memories attached to them and i do really think you know that, that now because they're hardly they're really hard to get because Nintendo discontinued them and now the eShop's going the the, the, yeah. the the grabs the grabs for these games are going to be even higher people are going to want you know these certain games more um um because because they're not no longer available in the eShop because I can go on the eShop now and get Pokemon Yellow for 5 quid hmm. <laughs> easy done yeah, and yeah. then the eShop goes you know everyone's Immedi- going to be yeah. immediately turning to eBay yeah because as soon as the yeah, as soon as the digital marketplace is gone, mm. the physical copies, which are already worth so much, their value is going to double immediately. It's just, exactly, it's going to be much harder to get your hands on it. So if anyone is thinking of, you know, getting any retro games, get them now while you can, because mm. now is probably the best time you can get one, since they're all going to go up. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we've been telling our viewers go to eShop now. Buy them, just go. Yeah. Buy them, and I think I think Nintendo's actually receiving a lot of money from the eShop lately because everyone's been going to the eShop and buying them. I've been seeing you know, YouTubers have just been going and buying them all. I mean, just just because it's going to shut soon. That time's going to come where bam, you can't access the eShop just like the Miiverse was once alive, mm. and then they shut the Miiverse, which wasn't so important. But the eShop has been a massive 
component to gaming with the 3DS and the Nintendo, you know, the whole Nintendo system, people have always used the eShop. So now the eShop's closing, just like a, a subway station, everyone's rushing. Everyone's rushing to get their games. And some people, people, if you're a listener, if you're listening right now and you've got free space on your DS, you like retro games, go go on there now, do some shopping, spend some of that pocket money and buy mm. some retro games while you still can because when <laughs> yeah. that eShop goes... It's going to be very hard to get them. Very hard to get Even them. Even things as simple as, like, the themes for your 3DS. Like, mm. it's what, like, 67p or something. Exactly. You know, get it while you can. Get it while you can. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. We mean this, guys. Because <laughs> it is all going to go. And you can get them, but they're going to be way more expensive. Mm. Uh, there are certain themes. I mean, I've got the Mario Odyssey theme, theme that I got for... Um, my Nintendo actually were quite nice. On my birthday, they gave me a bunch of points. I miss those days when they give you a bunch of 3DS yeah, shop yeah. points. No, they don't do it because the eShop's closing. But I got mm-hmm. I got like an email saying, Happy birthday, Judah. You've got, I don't know, 300 eShop points. And I was like, yes. And I was no. on a Mario Odyssey theme. Because, mm. you know, it wasn't enough for a proper game. I was like, okay, yeah. well, I've spent it on a theme. So I got the Mario Odyssey theme. Uh, and even, even you know, there's there's not just, that's kind of more new. But if you go and look on the, the theme shop now, I've already bought a few of the old there's a couple of retro things on there you can still get that the, the nintendo have worked really hard to kind of produce for your home screen mm. have, you, have you got any themes for your ds or are you just not yeah i have a couple of animal crossing ones that i mm. uh i actually got them for free because of the nintendo uh the mm. nintendo points things yeah, uh, yeah so it's, it's worth getting them while you can if you want them obviously if you don't want them don't get them but if you are interested mm. you know now is your last chance pretty much Exactly. Now is the last chance, and yeah, I mean, uh, well, it's also now now the eShop is going. There is uh, most most YouTubers have been taking to probably you know the DS hack for an, an, uh, what's it called an, an enemy, mm. and there are loads of actually creators now creating themes that you can now download at any time using the universal updater, which only can be got if you hack your 3DS. So if you have a DS that you hold dear to your life, don't do it. Get a yeah. separate DS and hack it on there. Uh, and you can get you can get you know themes that people have created. Perfectly fine, perfectly legal. People have actually created these uh, themes. Game creators. You know, like there's, a, there's one I've got called Naruto. It's like uh, one of the favourite fa- favorite anime characters from Naruto. But someone actually created it. That's um, nice using an emulator and they put it on their 3ds for other people to get as well but even still they're not proper you know nintendo authorized themes if you want to get a nintendo authorized theme get it now from the actual nintendo theme shop because mm. you know it's going to go so yeah exactly the, the actual nintendo games and stuff are are going so your retro games end of the day you know my view is i don't similar to you i do play them now and again but i still think they're they're more good to look at um i like you know I mean, recently I've been playing Chinatown Wars, GTA Chinatown Wars. Okay. That's not too retro, but it was made in 2009, so you could argue it is quite old. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's really fun, you know, compared to the you know the GTA 5 today, it's like phenomenal graphics, so much stuff you can do. But I just liked cruising around in a car and smashing things up on, on GTA Chinatown Wars. It's yeah, just, yeah. It's just fun. It's just, you know, fun to think that this was big back in 2009. Everyone was playing this on their DS. Hmm. Now it's on the PlayStation 5, on GTA 5 and whatnot. So, again, retro games you know, are the base, as you just said, for all the games we have today. So, yeah, I definitely think they're worth it. They are the, you know, the concrete of all the games we have today. And, you know, you know I'm, I'm sure you can relate, you know, all the, all the, I mean, there's, there's a load of Ace Attorney games that are not retro retro, but they're old. 
you know, mm. and they're probably going to start to get, you know, rare in a few, you know, years, would you say? I mean, yeah, the original uh, DS ports for all the, the original Ace Attorney trilogy, like that came out in like 2001, 2002. Yeah. So it is mm. old. It's quite old in a sense, yeah. Yeah, so exactly, because it's, it's old and because, as I say, games get more value as they age, mm. it's going to it's going to get more pr- pricey. So, yeah, go get them now. Uh, retro games are good. I think they're worth it. And, and I think I've shared this before, but there's a couple of things that I'm really looking forward to doing. Uh, it's collecting all the Nintendo stuff. It's going to be hard. I'm not going to collect every single game out there. That's impossible, probably. But I'm going to be trying my best to start start collecting now what I can of the Nintendo memorabilia. I'm going to try and get hold of a 64 if I can. Probably won't. I need to <laughs> save up because they're more expensive than the bloody Switch these days. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they are really hard to get. But uh, yeah, it is. It, I'm looking forward to you know kind of just collecting Nintendo memorabilia. That is what I'm looking forward to doing. Yeah, I think but, all yeah. the all the retro stuff is really it's for collectors. Like you wouldn't collectors. expect your everyday Nintendo fan to. <laughs> or want to spend hundreds and hundreds on a twenty-year-old console? It's like, mm. it's for it's for the niche audience that wants to collect all this stuff from the past. Yeah, exactly. And it's not necessarily for playing. It's just for you to look at, and you know, you can show mm. your kids this was the first Nintendo console. Well, the SNES or the SNES as well is pretty pretty cool. I want to collect that. You know, you've got the old GameCube. Then you start to work your way up. But yeah, there's. I really want to start collecting them. But yeah, that's that's our view on, on retro games. Do send it in, guys, if you think if you've got any other views on retro games, if you've got a favourite retro game, do let us know, and yeah, we'll we'll be we're responding. Uh, now, now we're on, we're on to the last segment and final segment of the podcast: questions. Now, because this podcast episode was a bit different, we're not going to be reading out general emails from listeners that me and Rowan would read out originally. We put, I put out an advert on Instagram and Twitter and whatnot and the likes, and we've had a bunch of questions sent in for you, Elijah. People are wanting to know about you as a person okay. about your channel and we're going to be answering some of them here i'm really sorry guys if you've not got them all because there was a lot and some of them were repetitive so i chose the best questions that i could find and narrowed, narrowed it down to a couple so our first question from our viewers uh, elijah i think we have kind of already covered this but you could probably just go a bit briefly why did you start the channel uh fun hobby you know wait <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it yeah, it's just fun a fun hobby, hobby yeah just a fun hobby. We've kind of yeah. covered it. You know, you just kind of did it. You put it out there because you enjoyed it and mm. then kind of grew from there. But yeah, that's why you started. Now, we've got an interesting one here. How long have you loved Nintendo? All my life, I'd say. My first Good. ever console was a DS Lite. And right. then my second one was a Nintendo Wii. Mm-hmm. So I've, you know, I've grown up with Nintendo and I'm still stuck with it. So I've always loved it, yeah. That's really cool because that's what we want to hear on this podcast because I, yeah. I'm exactly the same. I've loved Nintendo all my life. It's been my gaming franchise. Mm. Yes, PlayStation's fun and that, but I don't really play it. I kind of have always stuck with Nintendo and I'm um, I'm sorting my own Switch out at the moment because I'm, I'm really excited to have my own Switch. I've been borrowing, other uh, playing on other people's Switches and mm. up till now, I'm going to get my own Switch and be playing around on that and then I can start creating videos with my capture card. So I'm looking forward to Great, it. Yeah. But yeah, same, same all my life. He's loved it all his life, guys. We've got an interesting question here. You don't have to give exactly where you are, where you are, but where are you from? Uh, where are you from? Draw my postcode as well. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. We'll, we'll uh, yeah, eight, no, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm from London, England, UK, yeah. Europe, Earth. Yeah. <laughs> the Earth. Just say the Earth. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's quite interesting. So I'm also from London. If many people interested here but yeah i've born in i was born and born and raised in london for two years then i moved all the way up north 
to a city called Leicester. So it's just yeah, yep. I've, I've my vo- my voice is I've still got my London accent though. I've still got my Kentish Dartford <laughs> accent, which <laughs> yeah. is amazing. But uh, yeah, I'll probably move back down south one day because that's where I'm from. I feel at home in London. But yeah, mm. London. That's that's the answer. And also, what is it like doing YouTube as a hobby? Would you like to cover a bit more on that? Or it's really really enjoyable, especially seeing the feedback that I get from my viewers and everything. A lot of them will say, "Oh, this is really good." You know, look forward to your bright future. Or, oh, this is really nice. This sounds great. Mm. Or this made me feel this way. This made me feel this way. Like it's as a hobby because it's not a job and there's not like the stresses of I have to do this, I have to do this to be able, you know to be able to. Uh, make enough money to survive since it's just a hobby on the on the side receiving feedback and uploading weekly or whatever even just uploading monthly uploading at all it's just it's nice it's fun it's wholesome it's um it's a good way to be creative and to just have a nice little community around you Mm, it's the encouragement they give you as well that helps you carry on precisely yeah Exactly. So, and the very fact that you, know, that you kind of, you can, I like it at YouTube. Well, I like the YouTubers that kind of notify their viewers what's going on. They're not like, you know, they, they kind of say, right, I'm working on this. Mm. And you, you kind of just grow with them. You know, you let them know what you're doing. And that, that, that makes them feel more involved, exactly. As I've said before, yeah. it makes them feel involved with your journey. And that kind of grows more and more and more. And that is just really fun. So, yeah, it sounds, sounds really fun. And that's really good. Now, uh, got an interesting question here. How did you meet each other? So, how did me and Elijah meet? That is quite a funny <laughs> question. Uh, shall I answer that? Or... Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. So, yeah, we met each other from the, the very start. Like we've known each other pretty much all our life. Um, yeah, my mum and his mum were best friends when they were kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, we just yeah, it's that, that's how we met each other. And yeah, it's, it's good to good to be good to see that you're a fellow Nintendo fan and. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have and, more to uh, talk about now, yeah. We have more to talk about, exactly, and and just making content. And it's really funny to see how we've both grown up and become, you know, now we're reaching adulthood slowly. We're now being content creators, which is quite fun. It's our hobby. We're just kind of mm. ebbing along. You've got, you know, the music career, and they've got, you know, you've, they've, we, we, I've got my podcast and YouTube channels to work on. Mm. And, yeah, yeah, it's been it's been really cool. That's how we met each other. And, yeah, we kind of... I have so many. I can think of so many funny things that happened when we were younger. Just yeah, you know, just being little boys. Uh, yeah, going places. I think you came to visit us. I mean, our house. Yeah, like pretty much. Most of most of the time, I went to visit you. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. And, and I used to remember you coming around to our grandma's uh, flat. I think it was a house in London. And we were like, playing with bears at the age of like seven or younger than that. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of fun memories attached. Yeah, me and Elijah. Yeah, none of each other for most of our lives, and yeah, our parents are kind of really close. So yeah, that's how we met. Mm. That's that's and us in a hole. Now this is quite good. This person's been a bit cheeky. They're fitting in three questions in one sentence. Okay. What is their favourite food? Their favourite game and their favourite console? She start with favourite okay. food. Favourite food. I mean, I'm a simple man. I like sausage simple and mash. <laughs> sausage and mash. That's not simple. That's good. That's yeah, good. can't go wrong with that. Yeah. You can't go wrong with bangers and mash, no. <laughs> uh, my favourite game is Ace Attorney Trials and Tribulations, which is the third game in the series. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're making, is, that, is that the one you're making an album on, or am uh, I incorrect? No, I'm just doing it on all Ace Attorney. My album oh, is everything, yeah. Wow, I'm looking forward to this. I'm mm. looking forward to this. Uh, and... If you're saying, like, favourite Nintendo game, then I'd say Animal Crossing New Leaf. Oh, 
That is the best. Mm. Uh, I, I would love... We've not actually done an episode on this, but I could probably talk to you for hours on end about Animal Crossing New Leaf. It's such you know, a good game, yeah. It is the best game on earth. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> I got it I got it in 2016 on, mm. my, you know, on my new 2DS that I got at the time. And, and boy, oh boy, it blew me away. It's just so... I have so much memories of that game. I played with my friends, uh, my, my girlfriend who sadly passed away. I have so many memories playing with her mm. on New Leaf. And that's always going to be in the game. And I can go back and look at, you know, the things that we've built together. And It's nice also, to reminisce, yeah, yeah. Exactly, it's nice to reminisce. I've spoken about it a number of times. And thank you so much, guys, for the support you have given me. I do appreciate it. I'm not trying to, you know, one-up or anything. I'm just trying to say, yeah, it is. Games are more than just games. They're memories attached. And mm. New Leaf has a big special place in my heart uh, and the part memories aside it's just really fun isn't it it's got so many things it's just, just yeah it's just a good game even if you weren't like mm. emotionally attached to it you will have fun mm, you know? exactly you will have fun whatever i say to my friends who are like oh i'm not playing animal crossing i might like it i'm like you will like it <laughs> yeah you <laughs> will yeah <laughs> every single one of my friends who have been like you know well i'll try it and then they're like yo dude this is the best game ever i'm like exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i told you so so yeah new horizons also i've not tried that out yet uh, have you tried new horizons out yet i don't own a, i don't own a switch so no oh yeah i so, same here i've played it on a switch and boy oh boy i'll probably be addicted i'm scared <laughs> the day that i get new horizons like i'll probably be locked in my bedroom for the rest of my life playing it <laughs> building the island i'm just so excited for the to play horizons it came out at a really convenient time as well yeah, lockdown it came as out well, yeah. <laughs> in lockdown as well the only thing i didn't get it but yeah it's so much stuff you can do with animal the animal crossing series in a whole is so awesome hmm. and i'm really glad you said new leaf because that is my favorite game as well <laughs> nice so there you go similarities hmm. and favorite console do you have a favorite console that you like i think it'll probably be the nintendo wii even though i haven't actually we like we got rid of our Wii, I think seven years ago. No, so I haven't, I haven't played it in a long time. But yeah. I have so many memories of like Smash mm. Bros, all the Lego games, uh, mm. the Mario games, Mario Kart, Wii Sports, oh. uh, Mario and Sonic Olympic games, like all these random Wii games. Mm. I have so many fond memories of them. It's like it's that a is, it's, it's yeah. a good console. It's just a really good console as well. Yeah, Nintendo Wii is. A is a big game to many people. It's close to many people's hearts because mm. uh, Rowan, our co-host, we actually spoke about this, if you've been listening, guys, for the other two episodes. We spoke a bit about uh, our favourite games and Mario and Sonic and the Olympic Games in the Wii was you know our co-host Rowan's. And oh, nice. he was explaining, yeah, he was explaining how that was his favorite memories of playing with the, you know with his family and his friends. You know, it's just the Wii. I think is probably has a lot more memories attached to it because it's a family console yeah yeah you know, many people are, you know you can probably relate to the time that you and your family are around a, a living room with pretty much only with my family yeah <laughs> yeah just bashing out with your brother or you know yeah, yeah. it's just, just enjoying that 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 that, that time and just having fun because it's a it's a family console it brings people together a bit like the switch but the the wii is it's funny yeah it's funny you say the wii because a lot of people do love the wii and again i also really like the wii but for me my first con my first really really fun consoles from Nintendo DS Lite and that that for me was the mm. one with the memories but still love the Wii I still love the Wii I don't that would come Wii. second for me mm. than DS Lite yeah yeah the portable port. it's really portable and you can check it out and mm. yeah that's really good that's that's really amazing uh, consoles and games to talk about there and then we have our final uh, no we don't actually we have the second question to final do you hope it do you hope to make it big in the Nintendo music industry Yes, but I'm not putting my expectations too high. Mm. So, if you're like a small YouTuber, I'd recommend 
whatever you put out, don't expect it to do well. You should, mm. I'm not saying set yourself up for disappointment, but like expect to get an okay amount of viewers. Mm. And then if you do well, you'll be happy and surprised. With like the channel's growth, I think I need to market my channel more, <laughs> more towards video game music. Because mm. I am, my channel is purely my own music and the video game music. But there's nothing actually that says that unless you look at my videos. Mm. So I need like either a logo, banner or description or something that says, you know, I make video game music so I can then mm. market it and Nintendo music stuff. and So I can grow in that uh, in that area of YouTube. Mm. So I, think I yeah, can, yeah. but I don't expect to. <laughs> That's really good. A really good advice, I would say, to all YouTubers. And I definitely agree. Is yeah, don't 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 yeah. You can expect good things, but don't put your expectations too high because you will be disappointed. Because, in I'm not saying every single video will be a disappointment. Every single video is different, but I would say don't don't make a video on your channel like so, so, so say so. Let's, so I'm saying to someone out there listening now who decides to make a YouTube channel now. Say so they go up, they set it all up, they put a video out there, whatever it is. Don't expect to be don't expect to be Mr. Beast in like yeah, yeah, yeah. the next two weeks. Just do what you like, uh, and you know, grow the grow it. You know, that's what I would say. Just grow it slowly with your viewers. Just put out there what you like. Just 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 do what you would like. I would say, you know, expect good things. You know, that's what you're doing. You're expecting good things, of course. But just don't put your standards too high and be sad if you don't get over 500 views. It's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of what you're saying. But also, with yeah. um, you need to market your videos. Cause I have a few friends who mm. have they run music YouTube channels, mm. and some videos will do quite well, and some videos will do really poorly. And I had to explain to them, like, even if you just share it with, like, five different people mm. or just put it on a Discord server in, like, a self-promo thing, mm. like, YouTube will see, oh, different people from around the world are seeing your video, mm. and then they'll push it. You Even that one little push will help you get somewhere. Because I, I know a lot of people who think, oh, I don't need to market my videos or share it out or anything, but it really helps. That is, yeah. Again, another big piece of information, marketing. We spoke about it before. It's all part of the algorithm. It's how mm. algorithm works. Marketing is a big, big, big importance in the in the YouTube making industry. So, yeah, that's that's really good. Good answer to that question. Last but not least question, we have a slightly longer question. It's, it, this was sent in an email. It says, I have checked out his channel. It is great. Being a music lover myself, I'm intrigued to what, uh, to what other music tracks you hope to produce. Have you ever thought of doing a Mario Kart 8 album, considering that its music that its music is bloody awesome? And that was from Tyler. So thanks for writing in there, Tyler. Uh, what do you think of that? He likes your channel. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, uh... <laughs> The thing is, I actually have thought of doing a Mario Kart album. There's a uh, there's a YouTuber called Eight Bit Music Theory, and oh, he does he does music theory for video game music. Yeah, mm. uh, and he I think a couple months ago released his own music for the first time, mm. and it was an entire album of like jazz arrangements of Mario Kart tunes. Mm. And I listened to it, and I immediately thought, you know, I, I have to do this. Like this is so good. You know, all of the I feel like every Mario Kart track is just a banger. Oh yeah, like every single one, <laughs> especially Mario Kart Eight. Oh yeah, Mario Kart Eight is really, really banging on the charts. I've got to say, but Mario mm. Kart Seven also, uh, one of my favourite music tracks from Mario Kart Seven is probably uh, Maple Treeway. I love that 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 track. And if you've not heard it, go listen to it now after the podcast recording. Because <laughs> I'm telling you now, you're gonna love it. It is super <laughs> yeah, yeah. nice. It just sounds really nice and. And I'm I'm really uh, I'm rooting for you, Elijah, because there's so much you can do. Once you've finished Jay's Attorney, you can move to any game, can't you? And just kind of listen yeah, to yeah. it. You can kind of move like that. And I'm, yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, you're thinking of doing Mario Kart, so 
Yeah, it's yeah. on it's on my list of albums to make. So yeah, list of albums to make. I'm looking forward to it uh, because I love Mario Kart 8. But yeah, I love Mario Kart 8. Um, I love Mario Kart. I've got again one last thing to say. Mario Kart DS. Another game has really really good fond memories in there. I remember just that was my very first proper game I received. I remember my nana gave it to me. My grandma, you know, on Christmas. I think it was my birthday. Birthday morning, tearing off that paper. There it is. Lo and behold, Mario Kart DS. To the average viewer, oh, it's just a game. Nope, to me, it was my life for the next year. <laughs> I was playing it every single day, day in, day out. I would get home, play Mario Kart DS. I unlocked every single thing until I gave it to my sister and she wiped out the entire lot and started again. So <laughs> I'm not very happy. <laughs> I'll have to start. And now when I get on it, I'm like, it's just all comes back. The memories of me just, you know, playing it yeah. as a young kid. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's, that's a good answer. And yeah, guys, thank you so much for checking out um, Elijah's channel if you, from the advert. And there will be uh, advertisements coming up because the day this airs, you know, it's probably about a, this 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 episode will air in about a week or so. But there will be advertisements coming around uh, on yours as well, Elijah, as well as mm -hmm. as well as mine to advertise this episode. But that's been a good episode. Thank you so much for coming on, Elijah. It's thank been you. a pleasure to have you and talk. Sit down for an hour and just talk about what you like to do, how you produce your your music videos. And I really do hope people from this channel go in and you know listen and enjoy you know your your YouTube channel. So mm. thank you very much for coming on, Elijah. Mm, thank you. So guys, yeah, if you want to go and check out his, uh, his his socials will be in the description, his YouTube channel and anything else. I'll link it all in the description. Please go check it out, subscribe, and show him some love and uh, look forward to his next uh, Ace Attorney album, which will be coming out hopefully in a few months. Yep. Please send in your questions and comments to gilesgaming 125 at gmail.com. Please subscribe or follow us on whatever platform you're listening from and leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And this will help us out greatly and get the podcast around. Our socials will be in the description, our Instagram server. Instagram server? That's, a, that's Discord. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> oh, dear. Even, even me reading off a, off a screen can mess up sometimes. <laughs> our Instagram, our YouTube channel, our website, our Twitter, and our Discord server where you can chat directly with me and Rowan and other uh, fans uh, listeners until then it's a goodbye from me and a goodbye from me <laughs>